Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Boulderstone, and we are going to talk about the Chinese drama Return of Condor Heroes. This is a 41-episode television series that is based off of the second in the uh, the classic uh, Condor Heroes trilogy by Louis Cha. Uh, this version uh, stars uh, Li Yifei, the, uh, uh, the woman who plays Mulan in the upcoming Disney movie, uh, Huang Xiaoming as Yang Gua, uh, Jesse Meng as Li Mocho, and she has a role much later in the series, but she's a big actress now, so Yang Mi plays Hua Zhang, who becomes an important character later in the story, but we won't, we won't be dealing with her for a while. And so today, me and Adam are going over episodes one and two, and uh, we're going to go, you know, sort of bit by bit through it. But first, I just wanted to get Adam's initial response to the series, um, you know, just you know in, initial impressions basically yeah it's visually it's a very nice series i mean it's obviously it's, it's video as opposed to film but it's still very striking in its look uh i'm picking up on it very easily so far i'm not having any trouble following the plot i you know i've watched the brave archer movies which cover the original Legend of Condor Heroes, so I have some background, but I haven't I haven't read either of the corresponding books, and I'm still not having any issue with following it. And I'm it's it's moving very briskly. I'm I'm really into this show so far. And uh, and yeah, so it, it's uh it's I, this was this was uh, one of my first introductions to the story, so I, I think it's uh this is one of the reasons why I wanted to start with this one. Uh, but I also think it's very atmospheric, and it almost has. Would you say it has a little bit of a horror movie vibe to it somehow? There's like a darkness it's, that's in this one that. Yeah, there's a lot of creepiness to 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 elements to that. Definitely, yeah, it definitely has the uh, the horror movie vibe going in parts. I mean, if nothing else, it opens with the scene with the bloody palms and stuff, yeah. which uh, sets a dark tone. And, <laughs> and the uh, and and the opening theme music, I think, really sort of helps set the stage for this show. It's got a really great yeah. song. Um, uh, called, I think it's got it's got a few different names, and I think it's uh, unrivaled, uh, sung by Jane Zhang, who is uh, who's a really tremendous uh, singer. Um, but it, I don't know, just it just is like, I don't know how I would describe the music, but it it definitely sort of grabs your attention and kind of gets you ready for the sort of uh, the sort of storyline and atmosphere that you're about to experience. Um, yeah, well, it's a very long credit sequence. But when I watched the second episode, I wasn't like, "Oh, I'm going to skip through this." It's hmm. still, it's 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 a nice gateway into the into the episode, even you know, even though it's quite long for what credit sequences are like these days. Well, with these with these Chinese dramas, I find that the opening theme song is super important for for <laughs> preparing my mind. I mean, I, I I might be just more focused on that than other people because I do tend to linger on the musical elements of a movie or show. But mm -hmm. uh, if if the music is wrong from the beginning, I just can't get into a series, even if it's a good series. If the music is right, I'll enjoy a bad series more than I would otherwise. And if it, you know, <laughs> and if it's a great series, it really just sort of brings it up to the level of I really need the music to 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 there do uh, just to kind of I don't know I I, I I guess I respond very strongly to it. Um, but the the show opens uh, with with the appearance of Li Mocho, who's uh, the big villain in the series, and she arrives at uh, Lu Family Manor, and she leaves these bloody palm prints, and she ends up ki uh, killing uh, the, um, 
the the brother of her former lover. Her former lover is uh, Lu Zhan Yuan, and uh, he married a woman named I think her name was uh, He He Yuan Jun, and so she's now coming for revenge. She's decided decided to just murder the whole family, and the 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 family uh, have. Uh, Two, two, there are two girls uh, living there. Uh, one of them is the daughter of Lu Zhanyuan, and the other one is, I think, his niece. And they, they, and these characters become important later in the show. But for right now, they're just little kids. And and they and they send them off with uh, with one of the servants and sort of rip up a handkerchief and and divide it between them. And the handkerchief used to belong to Li Mochu, so they feel that once she sees it, she might. Uh, she might uh, avoid or refrain harming them, and and so you know, Lee Mocho arrives and she kills um, the uh, the the uh, the two the the husband and wife that are that are residing at the manor, um, and so uh, you know, Adam, what was your initial impression of this scene? It's it just pulls you in pretty quickly. I mean, it's uh you know it sets up this threat. They have to get the kids out. There's a I mean, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this. It had some nice action to it with the fight, even though it was pretty one-sided. <laughs> and uh, no, I, 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 it set up, it set up Limucho as a, as a serious threat in the, uh, in the story. Yeah, she, I mean, she's really badass at the beginning. She's one of the most powerful characters at the start of the, start of the series. Uh, in the book, she actually she she sings when she arrives. That's sort of one of her signature things that she does. You, you mentioned that yeah. to me ahead of time. I was kind of I was kind of like hoping we get that, but, but no. That I think that actually would have enhanced it. But it was it was still very effective. Well, it's something that might not work as well in a in a in a medium like this too. It it can it can it can really sort of go a number of different directions. <laughs> it could. Um, I would probably like it, but I could see other people not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, um, I, I think the, the, uh, they, they end up, they end up, so she ends up, uh, you know, mur- you know, basically she came to murder, uh, her, her former lover and, 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 uh, and his, and his wife, but they had already died. And so she decides to get revenge against everybody and she, she kills them and, uh, she kills the, uh, she kills his brother and, uh, uh, I think I think another brother or a servant um, uh, takes takes the children out into the wilderness, and there the they they bump into it. Kind of gets complicated. They bump into a bunch of people. So uh, yeah, you know uh, they, they Lee, Lee Mocho uh, kill, kills the the man who's who's helping the two girls escape, and uh, the two girls are uh, 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 Lu Wu Shuang and. Uh, Cheng Ying, and uh, and again, these become important characters later in the story, but uh, but but Huang Yaoshi shows up, who you might remember Adam from Brave Archer as the, do. the master of uh, Plum Blossom Island, and he's he's quite old in the you know at, at this point, but uh, but he he helps them to he, he sort of helps uh, sort of fend off Limocho, but she's able to uh, to abduct uh, one of the girls and. Uh, I think it was I think Lu Shang is the one who gets abducted, and uh, but he saves the other and and also Yang Guo is there and we hear uh, Guo Jing call Yang Guo's name and then we go to the next scene where Yang Guo is being taken to Tuan Zen sect and uh, and I should say this opening scene it takes a lot of liberties there are characters missing that 
uh, should be here. And it's kind of a shame because these characters still become important in the series later on. And it would kind of make more sense if you knew the the connective tissue. But uh, so but they're, I, they're they're in, in which scene? They're in the uh, the. In the wilderness the, scene, in the, scene, in the wilderness in, scene, in okay. Manor. There's there's some other characters that are involved here, uh, that that are important to the story. But I I, I can understand why <laughs> they sort of glossed over it because there is a lot to absorb. Um, yeah, yeah. Introducing too many characters and, real early in the series can be confusing. And, so and they gloss over Yangor's experience at Plum Blossom Island and uh, uh, I'm sorry, Peach Blossom Island. Yeah, and uh, and and all the. Uh, uh, experiences he had with the Wu brothers and everybody but but they they you know they, they advance to the next sequence which is uh yangua going with goa jing to chuan zen sect and when they arrive chuan zen sect is under attack uh there's a, a guy um named huadu who we later learn who's a very important villain later in the story but uh i think all we learn right now is that he's a disciple of reverend jin lun and uh and he's there with i believe his his fellow disciple de Urba. Uh, who keep an eye on De Urba. He 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 is he is a breakthrough character hmm. in this. Um, okay, but, uh, okay. He, uh, he's, he's a yeah, very... I wasn't I wasn't quite sure on the motivations of Wodu and all of that. So, I mean, I wasn't confused exactly, but I never quite picked up so, on it. So what's going on is Lee Mocho has spread this rumor through the martial world that Zhao Long Nu, the woman who resides at Ancient Tomb Sect, who's her, yeah. her martial sister, she is uh she has said that, that that she's willing to to marry anybody who can beat her in combat or something to that effect. And Zhao Long Nu is supposed to be very beautiful. In the book, the the author like literally ranks every female character in a hierarchy <laughs> of beauty. And Zhao Long Nu is like at the top. And so oh, okay. so Huadu is here because he wants to marry her. And so, but they have to get through Chuan Zen sect because they're neighbors. And so that's why they're attacking Chuan Zen sect. Gotcha. And so, and that's why they call Guo Jing a pervert when he shows up because they think he's just somebody else showing up to, to, to get his job. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This, this, yeah, this all makes perfect sense now. A lot happens and it's kind of all sort of just, you know, it's just sort of thrown in there. Like, you know, Guo Jing is like, what did they just call me? And Yang goes like, oh, he called you a pervert. And, uh, yeah, like I said, there's a lot going on. So it's not a case like there were reports going, I have no idea what's going on. There were, there were always things I knew what was going on. So the things I didn't get just kind of like flew past me, you know. And we get, but, and we get, uh, and we get a huge fight scene with Goa Jing and the yeah. uh, Taoists who are doing their formations. So we get the Big Dipper formation and we get the seven yeah. stars toward the moon. And I this is the stuff that's like you don't you don't always see it in the movies because it's very hard to convert they they get the, these these really elaborate formations in these stories and so the guys are all sort of moving around in a circle and they're forming like a yin yang type pattern with their with their movements but they're circling circling around gorging and like trapping them in as they do it and it just looks spectacular for a tv show i thought it was yeah it was really good well, yeah, going, you know, this being my first TV show I've watched with Usha, it's, it's like I was like, okay, well, I, I had my expectations a little lower. I'm like, what's this going to look like? And this, yeah, this, this sequence, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be some impressive stuff well, in here. Yeah. Well, yeah, because what a lot of people, a lot of people will sort of, their assumption will be built off the old Shaw Brothers movies. And the thing that yeah. sometimes people don't realize is those are more grounded than a lot of the wuxia genre really is because they, that was the aim. They were trying to create a more realistic, it was called the new school of wuxia. And they were going for like a more bloody and realistic approach. And you don't start seeing 
some of the more grandiose stuff until you know the 80s and 90s again um but but if you read the books especially the condor hero stuff there's some you know it doesn't it never gets into like you know proper fantasy or anything like that but the but the martial abilities are truly uh you know, above what a normal person could do. They're at the, they're very much at the heroic level of ability. And, and that's, and you, and you totally see that in this. You, you see it even before this when when Lee Mochu impales somebody with her fly whisk, you know, yeah. you know, you can't do that in real life. You just can't, you, you know, and it, and it's, and it's, a, you see this throughout the story that I, I think in the books, they called it, uh, it's like the it's it's an internal energy thing where you're able to turn something that is uh, soft into something that is hard. So you take like a piece of fabric okay. and you can turn it into a weapon by by making it hard enough to strike. And yeah, the fabric weaponry thing was something I was going to ask you about actually. So that uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, I was like, that's, is there something this, I'm missing? In this book, that's how it's described. In every book I've encountered, what you tend to find is that the writer will often explain things a little differently or have their own particular take, but uh, but but uh, Lewis Chow is very specific in, uh, mm-hmm. in in the in the story, and I'm sure I'm not. You know, there's a lot that I'm probably glossing over because they're, they're literally you could write you could write a book just just uh, just collecting all the different rules about kung fu that he lays out in because uh, he because he, he 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 throws them in there constantly throughout the text. Um, so, anyways, there's uh, there's this big battle, and during the battle, uh, Yangua gets abducted by one of the priests who takes him to the kitchen for some reason, and he has a <laughs> he has a, you know an extended sort of fight. But what you really get from that scene is just the sense that Yangua is this indomitable spirit of rebelliousness yeah. that cannot be crushed, and the and the more force you use to crush it, the the more he resists. That seems to be uh, a, a, a deeply embedded character trait with him. And, yeah, as a scene, it seems more there for character purposes than plot purposes. Plot-wise, doesn't really go anywhere. Character, like, okay, I, I get, I get this young old guy now. And it, and it becomes <laughs> important in the second episode when he starts falling under the influence of Zhao Longnu, and and you're sort of seeing this, like, wait, why is he suddenly able to, you know, yeah. adhere to rules and discipline under these circumstances, but not when he's dealing with the Taoists? And I think again, it's because of the, you know, the the sort of the the softer methods that the ancient tomb sect is taking. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, and I think another important thing to mention here is that's really unique about the story. And I think that it's the thing that really leapt up at me, uh, even though I didn't. I I actually came to the Condor Heroes trilogy through Return of Condor Heroes. It was my first exposure to the story. So I didn't know the backstory and I was learning it oh, as, okay. the, as the story was unfolding. But, you know, the, the, the key thing that you, that you sort of, that sort of leaps out when you, when you, when you, when you, when you understand it is that Yangor is the, the, the son of the villain of the last story. And, and that's, that, I don't know, that's a really cool choice to make. For your second it book, is. you know, like you, you, they could have easily said, "Well, we're going to have Guo Jing and Huang Rong's, you know, progeny be the uh, the the focus of the story." But they they choose to take the guy who who was the bad guy, and 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 so much of the story as you're probably getting a sense of is Yangua trying to understand why everybody hates his father because people are being so vague about what happened. It's not it's not clearly stated yeah. what his father did. He just knows that nobody likes him. And and so he sort of is left to build up an image in his own head of his dad. Um, so anyways, we get uh, um, uh, 
there's a little, a little bit of a time skip, and we get to uh, after the battle where sort of things have been resolved, at least between Guajing and um, uh, uh, and the Taoists. And I should say that there is a there is a moment in the in the fight where uh, where Guajing sort of is alerted to what's actually going on, and he confronts Huadu, and he defeats him in like three moves or something, and Huadu mm-hmm. leaves. Uh, and and so you know. Uh, but uh, but Guo Jing speaks with I think it's uh, Ch- uh, Chui Chuji who's the uh, if you remember from Bay of Archer he's the guy that showed up at the very beginning when uh, and met the two brothers the two the that were the fathers of the main characters. Um, oh, okay, very yeah, start, yeah, yeah, it's very early on yes. in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's who he was speaking to, uh, and he explains the situation. He says, "Oh, uh, Huodu is here for uh, Miss Long, who." Uh, you know, lives at ancient tomb, and they're right next to our sect, which is you know at, at Chang'an Palace, and uh, and so uh, uh, you know, then we go to Prince Huodu, who has now arrived at ancient tomb sect. He's sort of found his way there, uh, and Li Mochu arrives, and clearly they don't explicitly state it, but it's suggested in the book. It's explicit. She is, uh, um, she is, uh, she she's been spreading this rumor because she wants somebody. To, to beat Zhao Longnu so that she can get the Jade Maiden Manual, basically, because this was not uh, transmitted to her by their teacher because she sort of went down the wrong path, and she's convinced that her teacher is biased or was biased towards Zhao Longnu. Um, yeah. And so you, you'll, you'll learn that, that uh, Li Mocho is one of these characters that just cannot admit that she's ever wrong, that she's, you know, she's... <laughs> you, uh, so, uh, but Zhao Longnu unleashes her bees, her jade bees get unleashed upon everybody at the scene, and they're forced to flee. So, um, and, and the bees will come into play later on again, but they're one, they're one of, um, they're one of Zhao Longnu's cool weapons in her arsenal. Um, and then we get the scene where uh, Yang Guo becomes a member of Chuan Zen sect. He clearly is not feeling the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a moment of uh, separation between him and Guo Jing, and and then the rest of the episode is largely uh, Yang Guo sort of, uh, you know, just sort of settling in. And it's clear that he's not. You know, he, they, there's a lecture by um, uh, I think it's a. Uh, 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 what's it, uh, Mr. Zhao, um, uh, Zhao Zhijing, the, uh, who's like one of the senior members of the, of the, of the sect below all of the, uh, the, the seven immortals. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and he's talking about the, the founder of the sect and, and he's, and, and, and Yang Gua questions his character, um, <laughs> you know, and so, and, and so, th- you know, things are, are not going well. And, and at the end of the, the episode ends with him, um, he, with him pulling a trick on Lu Qingdu, the, uh, the guy who had him in the kitchen, uh, uh, who, he, who he does not like. He, 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 uh, he, he pees on him at night and, t- and, and convinces him that he wet his bed. And, yeah. and, and, and it becomes a thing in the next episode. But what, what did you think of the first episode? Or was there anything that you, you thought worth talking about? Or? Uh, it's, like I said, I, I, I really got into this. I was into it through the whole episode. I mean, it's nice, it's nice seeing some of the returning care, oh, you know, returning for me characters from, uh, other series, even if there's different actors playing them. I, I enjoyed the casting in the show a lot. I mean, even when it was, you know, when it was a familiar character to me with a different person, I always was on board with the casting. Uh, you know, like, uh. 
you know, Master Huang. I was like, okay. It was, I mean, he was, I think he was, may have been the first recurring character we see in this. And uh, it was, was, was nice to get him in there. I felt Guo Jing. I felt, I felt, I, I, I felt like he was an interesting interpretation of the character too. He was, you know, just that very straightforward manner, even if it's yeah. a very different performance than yeah. Alexander. Alexander well, and also he's he's older now too, so I feel like both him and Huang Rong get like a little bit of an update in this, yeah. in this story. Yeah, Guo Jing's still a bit of an he's still not the brightest bulb, but he's not uh-huh. as I, I feel like he's 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 got a little bit more wisdom at this point. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, and he, and he's a respected hero too at this point. He's like one of the greatest heroes in the setting at the at this stage in the in the story. So sure. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I don't know. I just I just love the sort of generation like m- stories that span generations can sometimes yeah. be very hit or miss. This is a really fun, you know, multi generational story. That 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 what I love about it is you and you'll see this as the story goes on because you're going to meet historical figures in the game. I mean, not in the game in the in the in the show. Yeah. And yeah. and and it's 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 great the way that it handles them because it, it it sort of it pays just the right level of respect to them while also making them just like all the other characters in the story. Um, you know, yeah. it's 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 one of the things you know. And, and unfortunately, you didn't see that in Brave Archer because they cut out. Um, they cut out the uh, uh, Genghis Khan character. You did see it with the uh, yeah. the leader of Dali Kingdom, the um, uh, the T Lung character that was in it, but but he's not as widely known of a historical figure, in, in you know, so it's not like seeing Genghis Khan. Um, yeah, and I but yeah, I would I would you know I, I mean you can go into this series cold. I think it would still be fine to go into it without anything, but I would recommend some variation of the earlier story, whether it's just the Brave Archer movies or actually reading the book, I think you're going to get more out of this series if you've if yeah. you've gotten at least some of the earlier generation. I think it's a good idea to read the book. I, I just feel because mm-hmm. I oh, came through it this way and I, I sort of knew what my experience of it was, what I enjoyed was learning things peaceable as the story unfolded. And then when I went That's back true. and then when I went and I, you know, uh, and, and, and found out, you know, and read, uh, like, Legends, it was, it was, um... I had more investment in all, you know what I mean? I had more reason to, to read it. It wasn't like, uh, uh, and so I don't know, but, but everybody's different. And I, I think, I think the, the smart thing is probably what you're saying. Read the, read the first yeah, story it's... and then read this one or watch a series on the first story and then watch. And if you're going to watch it, I think that the official, the official one for the 2006 is, I believe the 2003 or like the 2001 legend of Condor heroes. Um, oh, okay, so there is a series that, that predates this. That's yeah, there is. By the fact, same people. If I can, oh, okay. Um, if I, uh, like, uh, we'll we'll do the next episode, but maybe we should we should get into that because there's a whole there's a it's sure. linked. It's it's it, they usually they do try to do them in in linked series often, um, and so this one, this one. Yeah, I might I might watch that piecemeal during between in between episodes of this out of curiosity because uh, I'm uh, but yeah that would that would be fun to see. Yeah, a lot of people but, like that version. So, uh, you know, the, my my favorite version is one that was done in the '80s. Um, uh, oh, okay. Uh, but but I think that if you're gonna if you're watching this one, it's good to watch the uh, uh, the one that it's linked to. Yeah, ultimately, so, I'd like to see both. So, 
Yeah, it's well. That's the good thing about. I mean, this series is it, all of them are good. Like, I, 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 I mean, not not every version of Return of Condor Heroes is good, but all of the stories are good in in in, in the Condor Heroes trilogy. And so, yeah, it, that's it exactly. It's a good enough story that I, I even even seeing a not the greatest interpretation would be interesting just to see how they, how you could treat it badly. Well, <laughs> I can tell you the the 2014 <laughs> one is generally. So I will say this: the 2014 one looks really good. It's got some uh-huh. really cool effects. It has some uh, some nice. I, I didn't mind the action sequences or anything like that. Um, uh, you know, they, they some of the casting is good. Some of the casting is a little bit questionable, um, but it just really messed with the source material in a way that didn't. It, it didn't feel like like it's not like like sometimes somebody will take the source material and mess with it, and it's a good thing. Like with Ashes of Time. They messed with the source material and they produced something new and exciting. This was like they messed with the source material so they could cram in other Wuxia stories that had nothing to do with Return yeah. of Honor Heroes. And so yeah. I would not recommend the 2014 version, at least as your first outing. I would definitely watch this one, watch watch like the one from the 80s or if you can get them from the 90s, and then watch the 2014 version. Um, yeah, I think if you're you're adapting a movie or TV show, it's always if you're going to mess with it, you're going to need to mess with it in some way. But messing with it to add more stuff is always a worse idea than messing with it to put less stuff in. Yeah. I think that's almost the case. Always I, the case. I agree, and this one does take liberties, but most of the liberties it sort of fixes down the road, or it's not. Sure. It's not. It's not like jarring if you go and read the book and you're like, "What the hell." Uh, whereas if you watch the 2014 one, you might be like, whoa, what? Well, you know, th- that's not in there. Um, so anyways, in episode two, uh, we get, uh, uh, you know, uh, Yangoa gets in trouble for the whole bedwetting thing. And Zhao Jing, yeah. uh, who we'll learn more about over the course of the story. But right now, all we know him is sort of the senior disciple at Transensect. Uh, he, he canes Yangoa. And Yangoa cries. And he tells him he's as rebellious as his father, which... Which that line I really like because it really you really get a sense of sort of the history going on there. Uh, yeah. That, that this that this other guy like knows so more about his dad than he does, and he bites him, and uh, and so then he gets placed in a holding cell, and uh, Lu Qingdu uh, you know comes and demands an apology, and he, he you know Yang still he, he apologizes, but he sort of whispers his apology, and then he shouts in the guy's ear. And the guy shoves a bunch of food in his face. And, uh, and then in, in the next scene, we're told that there's going to be a competition. And this is a pretty important scene. This is where we learned earlier in the last episode that Yang Gua was taught uh, toad kung fu by probably by Ouyang Feng, but they don't clearly state it. In the books, it's much more clearly addressed. Um, by, by, by who? Ouyang Feng, he was another bad guy in the, uh, in the first series. And he was in, remember in Brave Archer... Uh, the uh, the the contest at Peach Blossom Island. Remember the guy with the cane with the with the yes that guy. Uh, oh, okay. He, he was he was the the the, the Western Venom. Um, you know, yes. not a nice guy, not a nice guy. But by the end of the story, uh, uh, Huang Rong had made him insane, and so now in Return of Condor Heroes, he's just like a roaming madman. And what you don't see in in this version of the story, I, I think you get bits of it later, but you don't see the early parts. Yangor had an encounter with him, and he became Yangor's like, uh, like adopted father, adopted grandfather, so that they have like this, and he, and he taught him toad style. 
and and so uh-huh. he, and so that's one of the reasons why Huang Rong doesn't trust or like Yang Guo because she knows he learned Toad style and she's convinced it's from U Young Fung and she doesn't like U Young. You know, she like Huang Rong hates U Young Fung I think more than anybody else. Like she she spends a yeah. lot of a lot of the first book you know you know shouting U Young Fung you you know you terrible person you know she just is is not a fan of him. So uh, I think I think. Uh, you know, it's a source of a lot of the tension, uh, and one of the reasons why uh, Yang Guo, among many other reasons, that he has to leave Peach Blossom Island. He, he also, you know, she doesn't trust him because he's he's his father's son, and she thinks he's going to be just as bad, and all these other things. Um, yeah, a lot of bad marks there. <laughs> but, but the important thing is he knows this this Toad Kung Fu style, but he doesn't know anything else. And at Tuan Zen Sect, even though he's been here for months, they only taught him um, theory. They haven't taught him any actual techniques. And so they just sort of send him up against this older student and he just kind of goes out there arms swinging and gets the crap beat out of him. But then he just gets murderous and uh, 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 what's his name? Lu Qingdu steps in and and starts fighting him. And yeah. Yang Guo gets mad and uses his, his toad kung fu and just knocks him the crap on the ground. And uh, and he just he's, he's out. He's out cold. And uh and, and then, so he was actually still alive, though. I think he was still alive. I'm trying to remember that actually. I, I'm yeah, I was, sure. I was, it was it was ambiguous. I was like, did he I, did he just straight out murder him? I, or I'm pretty <laughs> sure in the books he survived, but I could be wrong. And I think yeah. in the series he survived, but we'll, I'm sure we'll find out later. And uh, and so he, but he he knocks him he knocks him the hell out. And and then Yang Guo flees and he runs to Ancient Tomb Sect. And, you know, there's an extended sequence where, you know, there's, there's all this stuff happening on a log over a river. But ultimately what occurs is the bees get sent out and the Chuanzen Taoists flee and Yang Guo gets stung until he passes out. And then he wakes up and Granny Sun, this kindly old lady, is, 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 uh, is helping uh, alleviate the sting. What you, don't, what you might not pick up from the series is these bees have like a really terrible venom. And so... Uh, so, so yeah, you, you need that kind of becomes apparent later when the antidote comes up, but it isn't clear at this point that it's actually poisonous. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you don't want to get stung by these bees, and uh, and so Granny Sung she takes an immediate liking to Yangoa, and it's it's maybe not as obvious in the show because we're only into episode two and they haven't really been able to build up Yangoa's everybody hates me sort of thing that he has, but mm. but nobody really he you know this is the first person like. Like aside from his mom and maybe U Young Fung, who who likes him and, and and is doting on him and treating him like he's just a normal boy, and so you know she 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 hears his his stories and his accounts of the Taoists beating him up and and mistreating him and she's like oh I don't want him going back there and and she goes to to, to she, they just call her Miss Long at this point but this is the Zhao Long new character and it's the, the woman who she lives in the, in the in the series she lives in like a. a almost like a, a tree house inside of a cave inside of the ancient mm-hmm. tomb. And she asks Miss Long if, if Yangua can stay. And Miss Long is like, no, he has to go back. It's the rule of our, and the, the, the rule of the sect that she's invoking here is that the, the male men cannot be members of the sect that, uh, oh, okay. they're, not, they're not supposed to have dealings with men really. And, and they're also supposed to be like emotionless. Like that's why she's so cold all the time and why she doesn't respond when, when granny soon, spoiler when granny soon dies she you know she says well you know why are you you know it's just death it's not anything to be moved yeah by. everybody dies yeah. Um, yeah yeah uh it's uh, that's that's interesting about the uh the rules there yeah i picked up on her uh her her philosophy there of uh, not getting emotional which and, uh, uh 
Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I say it was which makes it interesting having young young Guile there, as he is uh, pretty much all emotion. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much his. Yeah, he's he's he's, 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 a, he's a big ball of emotions at this point, and uh, and so Granny Sun, you know, t- takes him back. But it, you get the impression Granny Sun isn't really fully committed to this idea of of returning him to the Taoists. And, yeah, and she offers them the antidote, and then when they re- when they you know suggest that it might be poison, uh, and I should say she also tells Yango the history of their sect. Leading up to this, there's a the founder of Chuanzen is Wang Chang uh, Chang Yong, and the founder of their sect is uh, uh, Lin Chao Ying. Uh, Lin Chao Ying, and uh, she explains that uh, uh, that uh, Wang Chang Yong had built the tomb as a defense against the Jin, but then he lost it to their master, and and she implies that he lost it in a fight. It's a much more involved thing than that, but for right now, that's, you know, so Yang Goa is sort of left with the impression that the Tuan Zen school isn't all that great because their master lost to the master of ancient tomb. And, uh, and so then she, she goes out, she offers them the antidote. They suggest that it might be poison. And to prove it isn't, she pours it uh, down Yang Goa's throat. And then she starts walking away. And um, there's an extended sort of, uh, fight chase sequence that happens as all this unfolds and they end up sort of fighting all the way to uh chuan's insect and they're uh a character um i'm trying to remember who i think it's how de tong is the is the master who ends up showing up and yeah. uh uh yeah. uh accident it's not totally it seems like an accident but he basically he he he, he strikes her and she collapses on the ground and she begins dying and uh, and at this point, Zhao Long New arrives, and how De Tong, you know, is sort of making a big deal about how oh, this was an accident, and you know, please, you know, I, I I didn't intend to kill you, you know, may your may your soul rest, and and Zhao Long New is like, okay, well then kill yourself, and mm-hmm. he's, he sort of calls his bluff, and and so you know he's obviously not going to kill himself, so there's a there's a big extended fight again, and then uh, Chui Chuji ends up arriving, and uh uh. Uh, and 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 Zhao Long New flees, and before before uh, or in the middle of the battle, before Zhao Long New flees back to ancient tomb sect, and she takes Yang Guo with her. Um, she kneels down to uh, Granny Sun, and Granny Sun makes her promise to take care of Yang Guo forever. And um, and so then we I don't get know what's this title thing, but she never actually promised in this version at least Unless yeah i think in the, i think in the book she did promise she um, does promise okay it, and i was the, wondering about the ambiguity it's no, like no, no. She, she she listens to the request and takes it in but you, I, you will I was see like in the next couple of episodes she takes this promise very literally very serious yeah, very i serious. figured she would yeah. she seemed like the type that was like i said i wasn't doubting her sincerity i i you, just was you leaving will be that window open alarmed by her sincerity in the next episode yeah it, was, it seems uh, she i just i just had the impression that she was she was without even without promising she was going to honor granny's request i just had yeah. that impression but so, I, I just had to bring that up that's all but before we get to the <laughs> ending uh you know what do you think of all the stuff lee because i kind of i glossed over a whole lot here um yeah so, yeah a lot going on i mean it's fantastic fight scene that's for sure that we've had you know so far this whole sequence you know going back to the temple and and you know it's yeah it's it's amazing and now we get back into the whole cloth fabric thing this is where i start really wondering about the whole 
attacking people with cloth thing. I mean, I've seen it in other movies, but it just kind of really kind of struck me. I'm like, what is this? Is this supposed to represent yeah. some kind of weapon? And, you know, but you saying the, uh, it's, you I, know, hardening the fabric and so on. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I got that now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, very visually striking technique, though. Yeah. I really like it a lot. Yeah, I believe it's an internal energy thing. I'm pretty sure that's how yeah. it's explained. Um, and those gloves that she has on are like impervious to weapons. She puts on those gloves. Um, and, uh, and she also has, uh, I don't know if she used them in this fight in the show, but she has these bells, this like bells on her ribbon that she uses. Um, I don't recall those. Yeah. Uh, we might, we might see them down the road. There's some really cool weaponry throughout this series. And I, I, I like sort of the, the use of wire work in the series. It really, they really lean on that heavily and it gives it that dreamy sort of acrobatic, even if the purse individual yeah. who's fighting isn't all that skilled, they're, they're, they're able to make it look good because the person is lifted above the air and can strike a pose and it works. Um, and I, and I think that the fight choreography generally is pretty impressive throughout the show. Um, yeah, especially for a TV series. Um, yeah, it's definitely doing the job. And Yang Guo, Yang Guo is just, uh, just an interesting character too. I'm really, I'm really enjoying him as a character because like he is, such a jerk a lot of the time but you also feel sorry for him at the same time and i feel like i feel like they're striking that balance perfectly you know yeah. it's like you, you want it's like you 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 wanted things to work out for him but at the same time you know why people are really frustrated yeah. with him a lot of the time yeah i mean he really does get under people's skin he's got a knack for it um when 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 they when they adva- they're going to advance i don't know if it's in the next episode or the following up, I think it's the next episode. We, we might get the uh, Yangor when he's like 18. Um, and when they do that, I'm, I'll be interested to see your reaction to sort of the characterization of the character at that point. Um, That's always a tricky it's, move it's one, to make in a yeah. TV show. <laughs> well, what, 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 here's one thing I will say in preparation for that. Uh, understand that this is a character with a trajectory who changes over time. And so he becomes yeah. more of a, he becomes a more powerful, serious hero by the end. But I've I've seen enough complaints of this initial depiction of Yangua uh, by you know by the actor in this movie uh, in this show that uh, just be prepared for it. He's sort of oh you're, well, you're saying complaints about the initial about the, the this version of it people are complaining about no, or no. the, the when, next when, when the we, next character yeah, the next actor and and, okay. and and not not that I don't think that people were uh, troubled by him throughout the show but just the, the when we first meet him he. You know, the note that he hits for the character is because you could watch when I first watched this series, I didn't realize until deep into it how intelligent Yango was supposed to be. And mm. in the books, it's very, you know, right away how intelligent he's supposed I, to be. I feel like he is very smart in this yeah. series so far. I mean, he's very manipulative. It's like, yeah, he's, he seems to be out of control and blah, blah, blah. But there is, there is so, you know, I deal with. You know, my sister's kids a lot, so I'm used to like little kid manipulative psychology, and it's like he's he's very smart in the way. I mean, his his goals and intentions aren't always smart, but his tactics are always very smart in what he's doing. Well, and I feel like that's apparent with with this first couple of episodes with the kid, but then when the when when he's an adult, it's ah. less clear because like, you'll see. We'll talk about it then. Yeah, because I'm, I'm also. Oh, yeah. I, it's also been a while since I've seen this version of the show, so I don't want to. You know, may, maybe I'm mistaken, but I. But I've also remember seeing critiques of it. Um, but anyways, we. You know the the 
uh, he goes back with Xiao Longnu to Ancient Tomb, and he kind of immediately takes to her. He's like not at all like like she she's still bossing him around, you know, just like yeah. anybody else. But he's he, he he starts he calls her Gugu right away, and it just means auntie. So he's he's already got like a nickname for her the 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 moment he, he walks in the tomb and she tries to give him a stone bed it's got like water dripping on it, oh, right, and, it and he's like oh, i don't like this so she says okay you can sleep in my room and she takes her to her room and she's got this jade bed that's really really cold and tells him to sleep on that and 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 eventually uh she gets him to do so and then she she uh places a rope across the the wall and and gets up on it and sleeps on that and that's actually you know that's something that is in the book that's their sleeping arrangement for like ages in the uh in the story um and so it's kind of like an iconic image like her on the rope and him on the jade bed but that jade bed is obviously very cold but it's going to help him cultivate his internal energy is the idea Mm. um and so uh but obviously they're they're definitely like an odd couple like she is uh she is very serious she has you know very little interest in the emotional concerns that yangor has and he is all over the map in terms of you know he's you know he you know he he's very fussy and fidgety and and so uh you know so it's it's an interest and 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 i don't think at this point in the show he actually becomes her disciple yet i think he still hasn't yet been formally inducted into the sect um but we'll get that i feel like you know watching these two so far you know only only had a couple of scenes of them together right my feeling is that that so you know basically he's really good at needling people and i feel like it's going to be kind of healthy for him to be around with someone where his needling i get the impression there's just you know she she just she just doesn't respond on the kind of emotional level that that he can uh he can get away. I could be wrong. No, you're That's right. Kind of With, guess at the in, in fact, me and Kenny had some long discussions about this. Um, but <laughs> but she she so number one, she's lived in this tomb her whole life. She has no knowledge of the outside world. On top of that, she's mastering the Jade Maiden style, which requires that you not you not you're not supposed to feel emotions when you when you master this style. It's disruptive to the to the to the kung fu, and so between those two things she tends to take people very very literally she doesn't really have a sense of the nuance of the outside world later in in the in the story she ventures in the outside world and she you know she tries to she sees some some steamed buns at a vendor and she just goes and grabs one because she has no idea how how commerce works um so so it's it's uh so she's very uh she's very naive um okay but she's very sort of disciplined and and studious and and focused on her martial arts training but at the same time she's not particularly she doesn't really care about the end results that much you know she's she's happy to be you know she's not obsessed with it in the way that there's another character in the story named Zhu Batong who has a lot of similarities to Zhao Longnu and you remember Zhu Batong from the the who's Jupiter? He's yeah. the one who slept with the Emperor of Dali's concubine, and he was on. Uh, he he was the old man that Guo Jing encountered on Peach Blossom Island when he was when he was. Oh, trapped. of course, of yeah. course, of yeah. course, I remember Jupiter. We we get yes. more Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. It's a different okay, actor, good. I, but I, I yeah, I was I was wondering about that. I was wondering if he'd uh he'd he'd, we, he'd come back again. The, the fun thing about this story is you get closure with almost everybody of meaning in the previous story. So a lot of all these characters come back and 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 you get really nice closing points for them. Um, 
but 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 she's very similar to him in that he his whole defining feature as a character is he's obsessed with martial arts. Like that's all he cares about. He's just he's yeah. like a martial arts nerd. And 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 so she's similar to him in some of the, in some ways, but in 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 in, in a, I think in an important way she's different in that he he is like very obsessed with sort of the outcomes of 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 his martial arts and she doesn't seem to care as much about that like she she's happy to not worry about the dealings of the martial world and so so i don't know it's a, it's an in, it's interesting thing but um but yeah so i don't know i guess that's that sort of leaves us at the where you know that's that's the two episodes so uh thoughts on uh on I don't know what were your favorite characters so far. Like who who stands out as is? Oh, I mean, obviously, like I said, young young Guo. I'm very very interested in him so far. He uh, yeah, he is just a compelling character, you know, which is you know tricky to pull off with child characters for one thing. Mm-hmm. But he he, I I I I I I think they're hitting the perfect notes of getting him to be aggravating and you know making you feel bad for the situation he's in. And uh, yeah, Zhao Wang Nu is, is definitely uh, intriguing. I, 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 you know, we haven't got a lot of hers, but I, I like her uh, her emotional distance, and uh, it's going to be. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those two characters interact a lot. Yeah, we will definitely and, uh, get more of them. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I liked what we saw of, of Guo Jing. I thought it was a uh, it was a good interpretation of the character based on what I know about him, and I agree with you. It feels he feels a little more rounded and you know wiser than uh the young version but i i i it, it, it mentally connects to my feeling of the character and uh yeah i don't know what what are what are some other characters you think are noteworthy like this if uh i think my, from you know, for the... me lee mocho is probably my favorite character in the story oh sure um, yeah because she, she's she, so she villainous yeah yeah She's villainous, but she also has these moments like uh, you see it in this episode or the first episode when she goes to strike. I think it's Lu Wuxuang and she sees the handkerchief on her or the and and she's reminded of her of of her former lover. And and just the, the I don't know, just the, the the pendulum swinging in this character when she goes between sort of her internal, uh, you know, uh, and again, it's very melodramatic, and it's yeah, very yeah. it's very operatic in a way. It's not something you wouldn't see. You wouldn't you wouldn't buy this in like a modern romantic comedy. It wouldn't be a believable character in that kind of concept. But in no. here, where where characters are not necessarily supposed to hit like ten notes at a time, they're sort of more focused. And you know, when she comes onto the scene, she sort of you know she embodies something. And and so yeah. I, I I like that I like that she's this wrecking ball of vengeance that is fueled by a really simple desire for love and and it's actually like a very genuine sincere kind of almost naive desire but it it, it, it's and it's something that i think that in again in sort of like modern movies we might tend to sort of dismiss and make fun of if we see that but here it just really works and it, yeah, it works very well. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you're watching something like this, you kind of have to go with the genre conventions, and it it fits perfectly in those. Well, it's it's everything together. It's not just that, you, because there's there's the music playing, there's the atmosphere, there's the fact that she's like roaming the martial world with a fly whisk and severing people in half. And, you know, it, it's a. Uh, and 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 she's it's she's but she's got but the thing about her character that i like is she has interesting 
she, there are interesting constrictions on her character. There are certain things that she won't do. And so, like you saw one of them where she, you know, she won't directly go and confront Zhao Longnu, at least not yet. She wants to do it indirectly because, you know, she, she says, like, I'm her senior, I'm, I'm her senior uh, disciple. I don't, I, it wouldn't be right for me to go in there and bully her. So I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to go and demand the, the, the Jade Maiden uh, manual. And it's just kind of an interesting uh, constraint. Uh, some of the other constraints she has, she's actually, uh, you know, like like very chaste. She's very, you know, one of her issues that she eventually takes uh, with uh, Zhao Longnu and Yangor is that because she believes that they've been living in the ancient tomb together and mm. been doing things that they, they shouldn't be doing, she finds them incredibly shameful, and she and, and she's genuinely upset about it. So it's uh, yeah, it's a uh, I don't know. She's an interesting character um, for somebody who goes around killing so many people. Um, but but the other character I like is Granny Sun. Granny Sun. Granny she, Sun was very good. Yeah, for, she, uh, yeah, they didn't give her a whole lot of time, but it was like the uh, the yeah her her uh, affection for Yang Gao. Uh, it came off very convincingly for as quickly as they had to set it up. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because it's it's she's really only there for like five minutes. I mean, it was yeah. a little more than that, but. She's not a, she's not on screen that long, but just the the instant the instant doting on Yangoa really works. the The woman that played her, I thought, was very effective. Is sort of this this mm-hmm. this caring granny character who also had a certain amount of power. I mean, she's yeah. not she's not a big hero or anything, but but she had like a like a strength to her that was impressive, and uh, and yeah, just the and, and just her her sort of her her defiance of the Taoists was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, that's, it's a big, a big part of this story is sort of, you know, uh, you know, in, 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 at least in this one, not in the previous one. And then this one, Chuan Zen sect is not, it, Chuan Zen sect has seen better days and, and <laughs> yeah. we will learn, we will learn more about that as things unfold. But, you know, the, the people who are sort of not buying into their claims of, of 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 being you know i forget what they call them the number one orthodox the most valiant uh school uh yeah you know there's, there's uh, some truth there yeah they're, they're, yeah. They're, they might be they might be right to suspect those claims so. <laughs> yeah and how the tongue was uh interesting too the guy that uh that kills granny's son his uh his characterization was interesting you know he's he's not in any way willing to commit suicide or anything over over his sin I, uh, yeah I don't know it's it's I mean it, it, it's just they've got this the whole cast is pretty compelling at this point I'm uh, I'm really excited to see where this goes and uh, and yep and we'll and so we'll we'll uh, we'll definitely pick up on it next episode we'll see uh, episodes three and four and there are 40 episodes in total so it's gonna take us a you know it's, it's like going through the Babylon 5 series or 41 episodes um so well, we'll you know we'll shorter work. than that where it's not too bad yeah. but uh but yeah i'm up for doing three episodes at a time definitely okay That's... so we'll, we'll try to do three episodes then by the next uh the next uh yeah. the next time and uh and yeah and again i like i would point people to me and kenny's uh reading of return of condor heroes i would absolutely point you to the translation uh available i think the translator's name is uh noodles uh, is the is the version that I, that I like, but you, if you just, just Google translation of Return of Condor Heroes, and you'll find the uh, fan translations. Um, it's 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 available uh, in its entirety, translated unofficially, but by fans into English, and it's well worth reading. Um, I think at some point we might get official translations, but right now it's it's all fan translation. 
And, uh, and yeah, so uh, we'll be back on uh, also on Friday with New Dragon Inn. And uh, I'm, we got other stuff going on this week, but there's, there's just so much. Oh, I got something on Monday uh, that people should look forward to. I'll, I won't say too much about it now, but, uh, you know, be, uh, you know, just, you know, we'll drop it on Monday. And, and yeah, just come and check us out. 